What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. A little sore okay. from yesterday. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah, that, I wanted to ask you about that. What happened with your fence? So we had a big storm that rolled through the night before. And I don't know, it lasted maybe an hour, maybe two hours. I don't know. To be honest, I slept through it and didn't hear a thing. And didn't notice the fence until, well, till the afternoon, really. Yeah, it had blown over... Um, one of the one of the fences and had snapped the uh, fence post. Uh, the fence posts were composite, uh, some kind of composite material. I'm not really sure, but uh, it had snapped it right at the base, right at ground level, and took the fence over. And, it must have been a pretty uh, strong wind. Little section. Yeah, they were saying 80 mile an hour winds with gusts up to who knows what, probably 100 mile an hour. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was uh, pretty breezy, and it was coming straight out of the west, which. That part of the fence was acting like a sail and caught the wind, so toppled right over. Took a few hours to place a new fence post and do a little bit of work to fix it up and put the gate back together, and yeah. Did I hear you say that your trash cans blew down the road, or is that? Yes, that was another side effect of this. The, the trash cans were like two or three houses down. I always remember that when sometimes we get some uh, some strong winds. You go over and you're just like, hey, how you doing? You know, everybody okay? <laughs> you're taking the yeah. trash cans out of their tree, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. It's not really anything, shall we say, it's just normal, normal day. You know, it's just like, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> a few years back, they had a uh, one of those really strong windstorms in, uh, in central Ohio. A friend of mine was telling me that he had one of those big trampolines in his backyard for his kids and Uh-oh. he uh-huh. yeah he looked outside after it was over he looked outside and it was gone and <laughs> you're not gonna believe this right so he was telling me about this right i was i was hearing about it on the tv over here about all the bad weather that was going on in ohio i mean it was pretty bad and i called him and i was like uh, hey you know how you doing are you, are you okay and he's like yeah he's like but i don't know where my trampoline is you know it's gone <laughs> i said what do you mean it's gone come to find out i was online later on that day looking at photos and news stories. I came across this news story and it was <laughs> it was a trampoline that it ended up on this guy's roof. And I said, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I sent the uh, the story over to uh, to my buddy and I said, hey, I think I found your trampoline. And he said, that's my neighbor down the road. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's too so, funny. Yeah. Those yeah. things, yeah. When you don't properly anchor them down, man, they, they just... Yeah, that wind grabs it and takes it. So speaking, we, we got to talk about trampolines, right? Do you know, there's these, I was reading this morning, I see these things are just so stupid, okay? There's a, there's a cafe in Maryland, and they're going to use inner tube tables to keep people from social distancing. You see this? Uh Yeah, I've, I've seen that. They got like, was it, it's the one with the inner tubes and they got like the wheels and everything. Yes. So it, yes. It's yeah. a, like, it's a table on wheels. It's like, I, I liken it to like the, uh, the walkers that you give your, your infant children, you know, that type, mm-hmm. the things you're trying to get yeah. into, um, to, you know, learn how to walk in. That's what it is, but it's massive. So you have this, this table 
this big round table and you stand in the middle of it and it's got wheels on it and then it's got this giant inner tube around it. So you just bump into each other. And that's that's what keeps social distancing. How stupid is this at this point? I mean, it's I, I almost I almost feel like that this is a form of like public humiliation at this point. Do, do you get that feeling? It depends on who you ask. Some people will see it as a novelty, kind of a fun thing. I can understand the business doing it as a like advertising ploy. Because if the articles that talk about the businesses doing it and mention the business's name, free advertising. But on top of that, they're trying to be innovative and creative to keep themselves open, basically, to to comply with the regulations that are being put out there. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I'm kind of. I kind of applaud the creativity, if you will. Like inner tubes at cafes and pool noodles on your head. When, when does it stop? When does it stop? There, there's a thing out today, not a bikini, but a trikini is what it's called. Okay. What this is, this is, of course, you know, the top and the and the bottom, but it also comes with a mask, right? Comes with a mask that matches the, the other two piece. Okay. So uh, uh-huh. you have you have an actual, uh, th- like you're going to be wearing a mask on a beach. Are you serious? Are you, are you 100% serious? You know, I actually, I didn't tell you this. I got back in the gym today, did I tell you? First time in, in like two months. All right, how'd it go? Everybody yeah, it was, was good. Social distance, I take it? Yeah. No, no, there was no social distance. There was no social distancing, no mask. Now, the trainers and stuff had masks on, but I mean, when they're teaching, it's like, what? what's the point? You know, what? What? I mean, they're, and they're walking around with them like pulled down under their faces. I'm like, really? Really? But I'm sure it's like a corporate thing because this is not, you know, a private gym or something. It's owned by a person. It's owned by a company. So I'm sure it's a company thing that they have to follow. But yeah, I was in there. Everything was like every other machine was taped off. So you couldn't get into it. You couldn't use it. And they didn't have any like plastic walls up. The, those I did see, but they were taken out. I, I guess I, when I drive past there, it has like big, these big windows in there you can see. And those were not there. However, they had all these different machines that were placed all over the place and, you know, different areas of the place and everything was taped off and they had like lines where you had to walk. And it's like, nobody's following this. It's a gym, right? It, it's a gym. What do you want people to do? Seriously? Like, what, what do you expect people to do? No locker rooms. So I had to put my gym clothes on before I went there, walk in, do my workout, leave, right? Walk out. So there was no showering, no nothing. Forget all that. That's how it was. Nonetheless, right? You put all that aside. It felt good to get back in there. But there was just something that was off about it. I don't know what it was, but there was just something that was off about it. I can't quite figure out what it is. It just didn't have the same type of feel. But it was good to get in there. I uh, had, had a really great time with it. Probably tell you what tension I, and fear of coronavirus. Nah, but, uh, I, I, I don't know. Nah? No, people didn't seem like it because they didn't really care too much about social distancing. People were interacting. They were talking, you know, standing I mean, they were standing probably, you know, 10, 10 inches away, 12 inches away from people. So, I mean, there was no there wasn't like six feet or anything like that. People were talking in groups, to be fair. But it was nice to be back out amongst people. You know what I mean? I, like that part mm-hmm. felt good because, you know, we've all been kind of isolated for a couple of months now. And it's just it was nice to be around people and, and to just equipment or not, at least be in the atmosphere of other people. You know, that, that part was nice. So like human beings, we're social people. We're not meant to be this bird ain't meant to be caged. OK, so that's uh, that's just how it is. What else is going on? Trump wants to start testing nuclear bombs again. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure that's a bad thing, honestly. So. We've been pulled out of the Open Skies Treaty as well. Do you know what that is? 
uh, open. I've I've heard the term before, but I, I don't know the details of it now. Okay, it was a 35 nation arms control treaty that allows nations to operate reconnaissance flights over other territories. It was a critical agreement for building trust and maintaining peace between countries. So uh, we've been pulled out of that. Uh, it was prompted by several instances where Russia refused to comply with the pact, which poses a threat to U.S. military and cybersecurity, which that's true. We've we've heard that uh, Russian jets have been buzzing the U.S. for quite some time now. Right. So, I mean, every other day, it seems like you're or every other week, it seems like you're seeing stories about how they were intercepted. You know, Russian fighter jets or whatever were intercepted flying over U.S. airspace and they'll get escorted back out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So I can Honestly, see why that was why that was done. Nowadays, you don't really need spy planes as much anymore with drones and satellites and all that kind of stuff. I'm like now when it comes to aircraft, more or less, you, they're just a, a, a delivery mechanism. I mean, you don't technology is advanced. Of course, you don't really need aircraft anymore as a delivery mechanism either. But personally, I understand why they did it. Right. It, it was uh, to ease tensions and whatnot. But I just, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm also not for it. You know, just like allowing, being okay with other countries uh, spying on us, you know, and, and vice versa. I, I just, I don't know. Well, yeah, but you know how the whole spy thing works, right? You feed them disinformation, they feed you disinformation, and then they sure. feed you disinformation on the disinformation, and they feed you disinformation on the disinformation for the disinformation you fed them. <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's like right. this, it's like this. Um, it's just a big game. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a pissing contest, really. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a big it is, game. Yeah. It's that's what it is. So, I mean, uh, look, your point, you said it. We have these drones, we have satellites. Spy planes are a thing of the past. Like I said, well, and then and then to the other point of, about that article specifically, testing nuclear weapons again. Uh, the article was saying that uh, these other countries are are quietly testing low yield uh, nuclear weapons. And well, the Russians. I mean, yeah, that was that whole thing that blew up that was a nuclear explosion, but it wasn't nuclear. That thing. Do you remember uh -huh. that? Uh huh. Yeah. And the, the bubble. The, yeah, it was the, up the, the north. Yeah. The bubble ambulances that were going into uh, Moscow hospitals. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. With burns, like their skin was melted off as they were being pulled out of the thing. So, uh huh. Yeah. Radiation. Burns I mean, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And you had guys with Geiger counters walking around there saying, OK, you see this? This is 30 times above normal. Uh huh. Oh yeah, but no, we weren't testing nuclear weapons. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no. no so honestly, we should be. My, my personal opinion in all this, we should be testing our weapons. We should be improving them. We should not let our nuclear stockpile, you know, deteriorate and be done with. We need to continually keep it upgrading it. I know nuclear weapons. Once you do launch a nuke, the, the entire, it, you know, the, it's basically mutual just destruction everybody launches a nuke and it's all yeah i get it but it's a deterrent if we didn't have nukes well you know we're, we're kind of an isolated country if you will and there's really no repercussions if they were to nuke us for example i mean what are, what, are, what are they i, I so i don't know I, i'm not i, I don't want to be uh I don't want to be a warmonger, but at the same time, I want to ensure our protection, our, our safety. Yeah. It, well, that's what it is, isn't it? It's a it's a deterrent. That, that's what it is. Yeah. Mutually assured destruction. So, yeah, I mean, nobody wins in that. Nobody wins in that. Uh, th this is why nuclear weapons and things like that. These are a thing of the past. They're a thing of the past. That's a Cold War holdover. That's all that is. But we're in a Cold War right now. So, yeah. Yes, but this is Still, a different kind of war. And again, this is a different. Yeah, this is a different kind of war. The wars of the future are going to be biological. They're going to be cyber economical 
and they're going to be space-based. That's what it is. That's the future. At the same time, it would be good to have a nuclear arsenal because, for example, let's say it is cyber, and let's say it's one of these countries that had launched some form of satellite into space that, um, I don't know, uh, used magnetic fields to propel a kinetic object at 20,000 miles per hour and smash into targets, creating a small nuclear explosion just from kinetic force. I mean, I would want to have a nuke to be able to knock out those satellites or have a specially designed nuke to, I don't know, EMP an entire nation just in case they become a problem or just in case they do an attack on us. You know, again, uh, mutually assured destruction, right? Because they are going to attack us, you know, technologically speaking, you know, with the ones and zeros. If they were to say, I don't know, knock out our entire power grid, you know, in the U.S. uh, using cyber attacks, which is theoretically plausible, by the way. How do we retaliate to that? I mean, obviously, our power grid's offline, so we can't send a cyber attack in in retaliation. So knock out their power using conventional means, you know, or or nuclear means and and detonate a nuclear missile 100, 200 miles into the air. Causes an EMP pulse that will fry all of their electronics. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, that That's just me. I hate that we have to have these kind of technologies, but we also need them to ensure that we don't get annihilated. We've got, what is it, five days left before the uh, before the launch? Or is it four? Are we down to four days? Um, it is uh, on the 27th when the launch is. So was that four days? Four days. As of recording. Yeah. Four days. So three days by the time people listen to this. I'm hopeful that everything's going to go well with it because, I mean, this is the yeah. first time this is the first time we're doing this, right? I mean, this is it. Yeah, in a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's been, what, nine years? Nine mm-hmm. years? Mm-hmm. Granted, human life is on, on the line here. So, of course, I, I hope it goes well. But past that, I hope it goes well, technologically speaking, because this could be a huge advancement. You know, this, this could push forward uh, space travel. No, you're you're right, and it's it is the first one with uh, with humans on it. I mean, Musk has sent he sent other spacecraft up to the uh, the ISS to resupply it. Correct? I mean, he's already done right. that. Yes, and okay. to launch satellites. Yeah, and to launch satellites. Yeah, which by the way, I still maybe my eyesight's just terrible. I have yet to see one of those things. Everybody keeps telling me about how they keep seeing them, and like somebody told me the other day, they watched them go up. So uh, I'm, I'm assuming specifically you're talking about Starlink. Yes. Yes. I mean, you can yeah. see other satellites other than Starlink, but I've never seen I'm one. not really sure. I've never seen one. Not not with my not with the naked eye. I've never seen one. Maybe my eyesight's just too bad. No, you should still. I mean, I, I don't have great eyesight. I need glasses and, I, you know, we see them all. The, basically, uh, one of the problems that you may be running into is uh, I hate the term, but light pollution. If you live in a city or a, a town with, you know, um, lights that run at night, which pretty much everyone does. So in other words, if you don't live out in the country, you're, you you may have difficulty seeing them. So if you want to see them, you know, go out camping or something, you know, and you'll you'll be able to see satellites passing over. Now, specifically the ones with Starlink that you're referencing, you'll see a, a line or a trail of, uh, I believe it's 14 right now. I, I think there's 14 satellites up, but... Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Someone told me that they watched, uh, I think it was three of them. They actually watched them go up and then they flew over and then they just, you could see them separate and they would just stay in, in synchronous orbit. So what, what you're saying is they've seen UFOs. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. They, they saw UFOs. I couldn't, I couldn't help They it. saw UFOs. Yeah. Yes. And they actually, yeah. uh, like the, um, we just, we determined the one at the moon that was CGI, right? Yeah. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I kind of figured because I mean, really, really, I mean, it was good CGI. Yeah. 
it was good CGI. I'll give it that. All right. Yeah. So the U.S. Navy, the U.S. Navy has successfully tested a laser weapon that can destroy aircraft mid-flight. Did you hear about this? So we've had a laser that would that would be able to, or that was able to uh, destroy ICBMs. Uh, and we also had one that, well, the same laser was capable of shooting down drones. But to to kick it up to be able to, you know take out aircraft i i was not aware that we had done that yet yes yes uh it says that uh, uh i mean it says the first system uh the first system level implementation of a high energy class solid state laser to disable an aerial drone aircraft the statement said so it didn't give specific uh locations of um where they actually did it of course not i mean i wouldn't expect them to the power of the weapon was not disclosed but a 2018 report from an international or from the international institute of strategic studies said it was expected to be a 150 kilowatt laser yeah that sounds that sounds about right by conducting Mm -hmm. advanced sea tests against uavs and small crafts we will gain valuable information on the capabilities of the solid state laser weapon system demonstrator against potential threats uh Captain Kerry Sanders, commanding officer of uh, the USS Portland, said in a statement, with this new advanced capability, we are redefining war at sea for the Navy. I would say so. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. If we're using that as an anti, we'll say anti-air weapon, they were also testing or still are testing, I believe, the um, shipboard railgun system, which is, you know, using magnetic coils to propel a solid tungsten rod. Uh, to I believe the speeds were about 1.5 to 2 miles per second, and the the amount of kinetic energy there after the projectile has traveled 200 miles, it's the equivalent of modern day ordnance traveling 20 miles, and this one can travel 200 miles. It's quite quite fascinating. Yeah, it is. Uh, I remember when you actually showed me that stuff. What was it about a year ago? You showed me like the uh, the, the tungsten railgun thing, and that was yeah, I believe yeah. That was that was amazing. I'd never seen anything like that. But to to yeah. see that what was it like? It, it, I mean, the amount the amount of energy you need to generate though that that's got to be horrendous. It's probably similar to the solid state laser, honestly. Um, which when they're talking about solid state laser like that, what that means is, is they're using chemicals to generate the energy to uh, fire the laser instead of being, for example. Instead of using a uh, nuclear reactor and then using a, a some kind of coil to store the energy and then you know firing it, which may actually be what they do in the future, but as it stands, the chemicals can quickly give you the amount of energy you need versus you know a longer charge period with a nuclear reactor. I see. Well, you know something, uh, Mar- Marty's a retired Navy guy. I should ask him when he comes in uh, later on today. We're going to have him on later today, by the way, if you didn't know. So I think we're going to discuss uh, mandated, possible mandated vaccines in the UK by uh, uh, by the government. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we might get into that uh, get into that conversation. Should be an interesting one to talk about. Anything else you want to cover this morning? Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't have anything else. Thanks for being here this morning, Bruce. Thanks to everybody for listening this morning. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on today. And I hope everyone has a great morning.